You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. The kind of place we expect a ghost to like to wander around. Hey, we all know that we're going down, baby. I'll help you. I'm something of a witch. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your fantastic host, JC. With me today, as per usual, our local cryptid enthusiast, Cord. And our queen of everything herself, Kiki. So today's one of our investigation techniques episodes. Little bonus episode on the side here. Because I promised that we wouldn't talk about like death and destruction for, for a hot minute. <laughs> Please. Battle of Bloody Brook was a really like light topic. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, that's the topic that really made us say that one. So, hey, we're going to talk about something absolutely cute and adorable today. I think we can all agree that frogs and toads are freaking adorable. No, I, I 100% agree. I think frogs are adorable. I would love, I think it's um, it's a type of tree frog. It's goddamn huge. It's down in South America, and I want one as a pet. And they can live, like, up to 20 years. I like frog. I just want to mention, there was a hawk. I think it was a Cooper's hawk came swooping down outside and i'll tell you what i thought it was a pterodactyl like the shadow of that thing was pretty was pretty intense and the first thing i thought of was this is why everyone thinks that flying cryptids are just owls and hawks all right so let's get into it um <laughs> we've got 12 frogs to cover don't worry it won't it won't take that long who <laughs> 12 huh that's a lot of frog boys a lot more than I anticipated, actually. I was sort of surprised. Like, oh, shit, there's actually a lot of fucking frogs up here. We're going to be here for three hours listening to frog noises. All right. <laughs> As usual, these instructional episodes are focused on the Northeast United States because that's where we are. Some animals, though, that make weird sounds that are in other parts of the United States, I might mention there will be one in this one, for example. First of all, the calls you're going to hear today are what's called advertisement calls, unless I specify otherwise. and. These are the most well-known calls of all frogs. They're produced by the male frog to attract females for breeding during the breeding season and to warn off other rival males of their presence. Also to sell things um, and to try and get you to click on their websites. I don't know how you didn't see that one coming. I've, no, I I've been really away too that long. it was coming. I was like, wait for it. <laughs> anyway, frogs usually make these calls around bodies of water that are suitable for breeding and egg laying. These calls can be heard during the evening and at night, and sometimes during the daylight at peak of the breeding season. So basically, it's all over the place, guys. So if you're out investigating and um, you hear some of these horrendous things <laughs> it's it, and during the day, late at night, right in the evening, it's all over the place. Another thing I want to mention are vernal pools. Vernal pools are seasonal depressional wetlands. So these are not going to stay around they're here during the rainy season only. So, or win winter, spring is usually when you're going to see them. And then they completely dry up for summer and fall. Many of the species of frogs that we're talking about today rely on vernal pools, which can be as small as like two by two feet with just a few inches of water. 
And that's something to keep in mind. Again, we've mentioned that before during investigations. If you're going out and you hear weird sounds, but you're trying to figure out like, well, there's not a pond here or there's not a lake here. Well, if it's springtime, you don't need one. You just need like a little area of water, basically. Just a little cup of soup. Yeah. Frogs don't need a lot of space to get it on, you know? They don't. Little guys, they can do, we see a puddle, they see a a home to raise a bunch of tadpoles in. Frogs fuck. That's what we're saying here. The first one I'm going to talk about (laughs) is the frog that fucks the most. Yeah! I told you this was going to be a fun episode. So the first frog that we're going to see mating in this area is the wood frog. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's It's fitting. Yeah, because they got... They, they got, got some wood going on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> okay, here's the fun thing. They cluck. They kind of cluck or quack like a duck. It's really funny. If you're investigating and you're near a pool or you're maybe somewhere where you don't realize that there's just a little tiny bit of uh, vernal water source going to find these guys going to town having a clucking orgy and that can be confusing because you might be thinking ghost ducks ghost chickens ghost birds well whenever i hear something when i'm out in at night right and i can't clearly see animals that are made to camouflage i immediately think ghost whatever that sound is right Uh, that's the most logical conclusion absolutely always think oh that must be a ghost duck not maybe a duck you just don't see that that's ridiculous and not logical at all so ghost duck exactly that's that's what i was thinking i was like clearly i am being haunted by ghost chickens i mean you probably are because i've i know about your the what the foxes do the neighbors chickens yes that is that is true i actually would be in a position to to have thought to myself that could be a ghost chicken However, all one had to do was go outside on the porch and notice all the frogs fucking to realize that there was just wood frogs. Now, did you grab a camera and then pro- post it to uh, froghub.com? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> oh my god. I'm never stopping. I've, I've been restrained. I haven't been able to get my me out in a while. So Casey, it's all coming now. I posted yeah. it on on OnlyFrogs. <laughs> nice. I'm proud of you, Kiki. <laughs> Honestly, if there was a website that was OnlyFrogs, I'd probably subscribe. Like, just literally just videos of frogs being frogs. Not even, like, a weird sexual thing. Just having a blast. You know, that'd be a wonderful website. Right now, you're going to listen to the sound of wood frogs. The next frog coming up is the spring peeper. I mention him because not that he's got a scary sound that's like, what the hell's going on? But I find a lot of times people will be in the woods and they'll say, oh my God, it got so quiet. Something supernatural must be happening. Spring peepers are a perfect example of that. They are absolutely one of the frogs that will shut up as soon as they feel the presence of a predator or that's you. You you could be the predator. Of course, the other way to look at this is if you're out 
investigating area in the woods and everything gets quiet, you might not be the predator. You might be being stalked by a predator. By one of them Bigfoots. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to play that sound for you because it's, it's really a cute little sound they make. But if they suddenly just stop making that sound, it's always one of those cautionary things. Like, it's probably just you, but absolutely be aware of your surroundings. And the next one, the Cope's Gray Tree Frog. I don't care what other people have said about these frogs being shy and not making noise around people like the spring peeper doesn't make noise around people usually, right? These frogs have scared the living shit out of me on more than one occasion, and I'm not even in the friggin' woods. Like, I'm not out in the back 40. I'm just on my porch, minding my own damn business. I'll be walking along, and all of a sudden, blam, it just starts screaming at you. And you don't see them. Most of the time they're hiding in the trumpet vine. I am now very much aware that if I walk past the trumpet vine in the evening, in the summertime, I'm probably going to get yelled at. If you don't know what this is, and I've said this in another episode, we briefly touched on it, but if you don't know what this is, you're probably going to be like, what in the fuck just happened to me? Because it's kind of like a miniature bullhorn like being blown at you. And like I said, they're ninjas, so you can't see them. They blend in so well. They are like a gray color. And with most of the wood around here, they just, you can't even see them perfectly blended in. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I did have pictures of that frog on Instagram, like way back. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take all my frog photos and I'm going to put those up on Patreon for free for, so people can see it that goes along with this episode. Just so you can also see what they look like too. So I'm going to play that for you. I'm going to play the, the lovely Cope's Gray tree frog and how annoying he sounds. All right, the next guy is going to be the green tree frog. Now, we do not have these in Pennsylvania. They are found only as far north as Delaware and Maryland. So this is all your southern states past that have them. But since we do cover Delaware and Maryland when we're talking about investigations, you know, they're part of the northeast. I got to add these little guys because they've got this cute little honking noise that they make. And it almost sounds like a pig. <laughs> It's a frog that mimics almost like a farm animal sound. And when they get going, it's really funny. So I have a, a some audio of that. And they're singing at about 75 croaks per minute when they get going. Again, mostly wanted to add him because it sounds like something else. And you could, like, if you're out in the woods and you'd be like, uh, is there a pig out here? Like... I know that there are cryptids out there that people say exist that are a pig man or some form of, you know, boar type thing. So before you go off the deep end and decide that that's what that is, <laughs> just just consider where you are. If you're in Delaware or Maryland and south on the coast, it might just be some green tree frogs talking to each other. Just saying. <laughs> Next up is the one that's kind of off the beaten path for us. This is the Great Plains narrow-mouthed toad. These are not actual toads. They're terrestrial frogs. 
I don't know if that makes sense to anybody out there. If you know the difference between toads and frogs, toads are usually terrestrial only. Frogs are amphibious, so they spend most of their time in water, but can come on land to hunt, etc. They also hunt in water, though. This little guy, he's a terrestrial frog, and they are very, very cute. They are found in south-central United States, south Nebraska, into Texas, and then northern Mexico. But the thing is, I'll play this for you, they sound like sheep. I had to add him because I was like, can you imagine if you're investigating in like South Central and you're anywhere out like near wooded areas or uh, streams or anything like that and you start hearing like like basically like a little bawling sound. You're like, what in the hell is that? It just might be the narrow mouthed toad. Now we're going to get to the big guy. The best, the best boy, the American bullfrog. He is everywhere in the United States and he has several different calls. So up till now, everything I've said has been like an advertising call. As I said, these guys are basically like the sheep of amphibians. (laughs) So I'm going to label them all the different noises that they make. The last one being the best one. (laughs) Here's the thing. I have a ton of frogs here. But I generally do not see the American bullfrog in this area where I live unless I go somewhere else. Like I have to go to a huge lake or a larger pond. So I don't run into them very often. I have not heard all of the sounds, including the last one that I'll tell you. I'm saving the best for last. So the first one is the advertisement call. It's a very low, deep sound. It almost sounds like a cow. I swear to God, frogs sound like farm animals. It's just insane. These calls can be made day or night. This one, I think most people are probably going to recognize that this this is a frog. It's probably the one that they're most familiar with. So I'll play that one for you. Ah, yes, I know that sound. I like bullfrog noises. The next one is called an alarm call. That's a high-pitched chirp, usually followed by a splash because they're jumping into water for safety. The audio I'm going to play has three different of those, and each one is followed by a splash. You can tell they're, you know, jumping right into water. It's funny to me because you hear the first one, and it's such a low, low sound, and then you hear this, like, high-pitched chirp. It's out of the same animal. It's kind of funny. So I'll play that one for you. The next one is what's called a release call. It's usually only heard when you pick her, him or her up, and it's struggling to get away from you. Leopard frogs make a very similar noise, and we're going to talk about them in a minute, and I won't say anything else about that, so I'm going to play this call for you. And then the last one is absolutely hysterical, but also could be possibly frightening if you don't know. This is actual sound that a frog makes, because I did not know this until... I started researching for us. It is called a distress scream. And it is like something is screaming from the bowels of hell. Listen for yourselves. Tell me that, number one, you won't just laugh at it because it is kind of fun. When you see it coming from a frog, it's very funny. If you don't know that's a frog and I play this sound for you and you're in the middle of nowhere, you might not know what the hell it is you're listening to. So both of you listen to screaming bullfrogs. <laughs> Would you find that to be disconcerting if you're out in the middle of nowhere and did not know that that is what that was? 
I mean, it sounds adorable, so no. <laughs> Again, you're seeing the video or the, the, you know, you know that a frog is making that noise. So it... yes, but now that I know what that sound is, whenever I hear it, I shall be bullfrog hunting. There you go. So dear Wendigos, if you want to mimic something, don't mimic a person yelling help. Mimic a bullfrog and you got me. Next up is the boreal chorus frog. I added this one because you are going to you're going to hear it, especially in Pennsylvania, around lakes, streams, larger ponds, things like that. It's got kind of a high pitched clicking sound, a lot higher than some of the other frogs on the list. To be thorough, we're adding this one in because just good information. Also good to compare the sounds and the difference difference between them. So you have an understanding that frogs do make like just a wide range of freaking noises. More than I actually considered or thought. So here you go. Boreal chorus frog. Okay. We come to the two frogs that... We're going to have the most fun with these frogs, okay? The first one is the northern leopard frog. I love these frogs. These are like a brown and green. They have the spots on them, thus called leopard. These are the frogs that infamously sound like they're calling out, Ichabod, Ichabod, as in Ichabod Crane from The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. If you've seen the Disney animated film of Legend of Sleepy Hollow, you'll probably know exactly what I'm talking about. They sound exactly like this. And they have a release call that is very similar to the American Bullfrog. So I'm going to play, just going to play their uh, advertising call because that release call from the American Bullfrog is so similar to it that I, there's no point in playing that one too. And then we come to the pickerel frog. This one is worth mentioning because I like talking about nature in general. And we have fellow frog lovers out there, maybe nature enthusiasts. So we also like to talk about weird stuff. Okay. And this is a little tidbit of weird natural history for you. Early naturalists couldn't tell the difference between the pickerel frog and the leopard frog. They are so similar in coloring and size everything. The pickerel does have a light, like a light orange shading on the underside of its legs. And this is aposematic coloring or a warning coloration. This is used by toxic organisms to signal they are poisonous to predators. So if you lick the back of the frog, it's going to be bitter. That's a pickerel. That's the toxicity of that frog. Hmm. If it tastes like pond water... That's a leopard frog. <laughs> so hear me out. Don't go around licking frogs because they don't consent. I've talked to every frog on the planet and none of them want to be licked except the one. He likes it too much. His name's Fillmore and he's like three states over because he's a creep. But every other frog does not consent. The Banyan Treatment Center here in uh, near Philadelphia, they had a short take on licking toads and frogs to get high. And they said, quote, if someone is going to such an extent to lick a frog to get high, they probably need help. Yeah. Here's the answer, though. No, the pickerel is not going to get you high. So please don't go out sexually assaulting frogs in hopes of getting zoned because it's not going to happen. Ah, dang. <sighs> However, it is 
toxic to other animals actually consuming it. Big difference. Don't eat a pickerel frog. Not a good idea. But I will play what they sound like, just so you know. Then we're going to move on to our last frog, and that's the green frog. These guys are really cool looking. No, they're actually like a bronze brown with a little bit of green in it. That's the mm -hmm. green frog. They're a lot more green when they're younger. As they grow older, they get more of a brown bronze color with a little bit of green in them on their backs. They're really beautiful. I've got a great picture of at least one of them, probably a large female. They have very distinctive looking. They have these large discs called tympanums behind each eye. These guys, when they croak, they sound like a banjo being plucked by some people. I kind of hear it. Now I'm interested. It is very distinctive. It is very distinctive. So I am very familiar with wood frogs, spring peepers, the copes gray tree frog, and the leopard frog, and the green frog. I have all of these out back of my house any given time. The green frog, freaking cool, especially when they go into chorus. So I'm going to play that for you. So you can hear if it's, you know, tell us, what do you think? Does it sound like a banjo? I don't know. It's, not, it's interesting, though. Sounded exactly like a banjo to me. All right. Well, there you have it. At least the host thinks so. So the last two I'm going to talk about are kind of together. This is the Eastern American toad and the fowler's toad. This is interesting to me because after I heard the eastern toad i realized that this whole time that i thought there was some kind of nocturnal bird making the noise it, it's actually the damn toad got him this does sound like something's kind of yelling at you from the ground but more in a cute way than like a menacing way toads are terrestrial as i said so you're gonna find these guys in a wooded area but i have a family of them they burrow under the porch and they reappear every single year and they hang out at the doorstep for probably two reasons. One, our garden in the front yard is there. So they blend in very well. And the porch light is on in the summertime, right? Late at night for people coming and going. And they've got a buffet of insects because of that. So they just love it there. As I said, this whole time, I thought that was a nighttime bird making noises in the tree. And it turns out it was the freaking frog. It just echoed weird, maybe. As it often does in the woods, which is another thing to mention just in passing, is like, yeah, you might think something's coming from one direction and it's not. These guys, I mean, I've walked out the door and they haven't stopped making that noise. Which is another reason I always thought maybe the noise is coming from farther away, but here it's probably like right there at the doorstep. They don't seem to be bothered by human presence. Or I could say that maybe my toads have lived here so long that maybe they're just used to us. They know they've run the joint. <laughs> they do. God, I love my toads. Fowler's toad is very, very similar in color and everything to the Eastern American. There's a great video that I found that actually tells you the difference between the Southern toad, the Eastern toad, and the Fowler's toad. Very interesting stuff. I won't get into that, though. I will say that Fowler's have hybridized with Eastern toads, and so their vocalization patterns have become different. Sometimes they're louder. First, I'm going to play the Eastern American toad for you, and then I'll play the Fowler's toad for you. And you're going to see a slight difference there between the two of them. 
there we have it. We said we were going to talk about frogs and how the crazy freaking noises they make, and we did it. Hell yeah. High fives all around. Dude. Yo, we the best, dog. We talked about frogs today. Yeah. And Corden and I did a lot of research for this. We basically wrote the script, BT Dubs. See, the problem is I knew what most of these guys sounded like already. Because you love frogs. I do love frogs. As I said, I will add all the pictures that I have that I can find onto the Patreon for free. All right. So we have said before, if you come across a TikTok video or YouTube video that has some weird noises that you would like us to investigate, please forward them to us. Bobby sent me some videos the other day. Oh, yeah, Bobby. And we had a pretty good discussion on on the on the videos. The one he sent me, it was like a, a bunch of short little videos and the few of them fucking got they were scary. I mean, probably, <laughs> you know, you, you got to. Sometimes you just have to want to believe this. Just put the disbelief away. We're just we're just enjoying in the moment. And then and then later we'll we'll think if it's believable or not. But the one really got me. Whew. I'll have to send that to you guys. <laughs> OK, yes. And Bobby's one of our Patreon supporters. So thank you very much for helping us out. We uh, appreciate you. As I say, one of the easiest ways you can send things is you can join the Discord channel and you can post them in there. We have a actual little TikTok video channel that you can put stuff into and we can look at it and discuss it. Yep. And you can find all of our social links in our bio on Instagram, including that Discord link. Come join us. One of us. One of us. Until our next installment. Thank you for listening. And stay skeptical.